Hello and welcome. Ugh, that was too high. <laughs> Gary, I went too high. Yeah. I, Gary, you, I hit you puberty. You clown town. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. No. oh, hey. Welcome. Are you yeah. getting Now you're going to masturbate after the show. Yeah, I, I, I can already feel the urge growing. Wow. This yeah. is big. Nonstop. I'm, I'm going to go I'll describe full. a boob to you and send you an erotic rage. Okay. It's like something in a warm lump. Yeah. Big, big, big lump of fat. Yeah. Just and big, yet our just society is obsessed with them. Yeah. Kids these days. Well, if they can get their nose out of their phones, they put them in a boob. I mean, aren't the kids these days just eating butt mostly? I, that's my understanding. That is from, my understanding uh, from the internet. Yeah, from TikTok loves. TikTok from ass eat eating butt. TikTok. TikTok yeah. eat butt. TikTok eat butt. Get, a, get it. What? What? Great Kesha song. Uh, hey, Gary, mm-hmm. it's a new week. We need to remember that. Yep. This I is released as a separate to. file on a different timeline. I'll do my best. By which I mean uh, pretty bad. Gary, your best is so good. I cherish you. We're at the start of a Aww. week, so I'm nice. Cherish the will. Is that some sort of musical bullshit? That's Madonna, man. Okay, great. You know, Vote. you know, eighties Madonna hits. Not Everyone I know. Knows. I I only know them if Weird Al parodied them. Oh, okay. I don't think he did cherish. No, uh, he exactly. only did like a surgeon. He didn't even do like a prayer, which is the superior Madonna song. With well, Leica certainly the, the superior Madonna song that starts with Leica. I think so. Yeah, that studio probably problematic. Um, what? what? What studio? Leica. Oh, no, they're fine. Okay, that's good. You would know as an entertainment writer. You have the inside scoop on what people are being crapo. I mean, I do I know. Like I know a guy who spent some time there, and he seemed okay with it. Then he went nice. on to be the storyboard artist uh, on uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines, which is Mitchells a, a versus f- the Machines, a fun know. movie. Yeah, I still have not watched it, but uh, it's being recommended to me by the algorithm. Uh, you know what? The algorithm is not is not steering you wrong on that one. That's a that's a fun movie with some decent feeling to it. Uh, it's it's real silly in places. Yeah, uh, Guillermo Martinez, who I used to do improv with. Uh, Nice. He's one of the big creative people on that. Not you, Gizmo. Hey, guess who finished season three of What We Do in the Shadows? <laughs> hey, is it Gary? Me. It's me. So I'm ready to start season four. Yeah. Uh, probably probably next weekend, maybe, even though Derek will be in town, but maybe next weekend. Oh. Is that I what we're... wish for all the Lord that the, the big twist at the end of season three had not been ruined for me. Well, Because it's Gary... so weird and I would have been really happy not to have known it. Who ruined it for you? Was it yeah. you by by sleeping on stuff? I don't think I have a responsibility to stay up to date on everything. I, I, I mean, think that's it, unrealistic. If you don't want to be ruined on stuff, you do. I think that's unrealistic. I think that's the price of uh, playing the turtle game. I think the turtle game is fun and enjoyable, <laughs> and for people in, in the <laughs> this turtles, is an ad like for it. the Cowabunga collection. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the turtles really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Yeah. You get to play those underrated Game Boy Turtle games. Oh, yeah. Second one of those is real fun. Yeah, third one, too. Second and third one are both real good. The first one's kind of a shitty Game Boy platformer. Like, yeah. Uh, But the uh, uh, second and third one are both good. What they really need to have in there is Metroidvania. It's weird. Yeah. What they really need to have in that collection are the the tiger handhelds. That'd be incredible. Yeah. Gary, Uh, the shape of that machine is, is imprinted in my head. Gary, would you pay... $30 okay. for a 
glossy, well-made tiger, every tiger game emulated collection. Every? Let's say, let's say uh, there's a hundred in there. Maybe not. Really? Not. It, yeah. I, I have a lot of affection for those things and it would be fun to fuck around with. It's just a hundred is if it was literally every, I would, a hundred would be curated. What I want is uncurated so I can find like the Sequest DSV. Okay. There's just so fucking like many that. of them because they made them over a very long time period. I know. If, and if it, it was, would include our own games. Yeah. Like, which are basically those. Like, it, it you would include like the Resident Evil 2 one. It would be a licensing nightmare. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Which is why it would cost 30 bucks. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I like, you know, because Nintendo milked plenty of stuff out of those Game & Watch collections. Uh, that's that's true. But weird thing, like I, I I hate giving it to Nintendo because they're on top and I root for the underdog. Game & Watch is a lot better than any of the Tiger games. Like Game & Watch are actually better games, yeah. which is fucking weird because it's the same principle. But like Ball or whatever, the juggling one is way more of a game than it has actual design and play. Yeah. The, the, than the X-Men you know, Tiger game or yeah. whatever, like other stuff I played. Uh, and, and listener, if you're interested in weird uh, handheld stuff, I did a piece a few years back that like dived into the history of weird handheld games on the AV and club. And, and yeah. Carrie did help. Yeah. I was a consultant, an uncredited, uh, yeah, uncredited. Supporter, producer, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what you call what I do <laughs> No, for that. Well, yeah. Gary, you supply the word and... Assure me that it'll make you feel big enough, and I will use it. <laughs> and had the uh, um, partner. Partner. Okay, yeah. The silent partner. Uncredited partner. I was the silent part. Of course, we're talking about Knife Piece 1, in case anybody hadn't picked that up yet. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, the first Knife Piece, and we're good. Yeah. Done and done. Done and done dusted. And Interesting thing about the repentance, the anti-birth to repentance pipeline. Mm-hmm. In anti-birth, there are three knife pieces. Yeah. That's one uh, more. And the, pu- yeah, the puzzle to get the third knife piece uh, just isn't in repentance. They decided, you know what? This puzzle kind of sucks. And it wasn't very I didn't fun. Mind the puzzle. It was, I mean, I, I go back and forth on whether any of them are that fun. You I know, like th- they're fun the first time. But doing them feels like a pain to me now. Yeah, I mean, given that you're, if you know, it it's it's required for a completion mark. It's I yes. I think I think this one is a lot more tolerable than the second one, than the mine one. I yeah. think the mine one's more interesting uh, as a as a concept. Mirror level like it is changes so... the game. But all right, let's let's no, okay. So let's let's roll back. Okay. <laughs> so this is the it. this is the handle of a knife. Uh, this is part yep. of unlocking the path to Mother, who is one of the two alternate path super bosses that were added in Repentance. Yep. Uh, the way you get this is you, uh, if you're in the down the downpour, the second uh, the alternate path that you can go to from the first two levels, the water zone, there is a white flame somewhere in the level. If you touch that, you turn to the lost. I do not if like that. Lost, I do not like that part because I I, I, I like either. being the lost, but I don't like the. I think that's a very hard thing to infer that that was what you were supposed to do. Oh, almost impossible. Yeah, uh, and and it's arbitrary. It feels arbitrary. Yeah, like eh, a fire turns into lost. I don't know. Like it. Yeah, it feels like a patch. Touching, but touching if you do the, this requiring you to touch the fire is what I don't like about it. Because like, yeah, 
Don't make me. I, don't ask me to do with very little signaling something completely unintuitive, especially when it's much more likely that I'm going to bomb the fire to try to find something interesting. I don't know what I would have done instead, uh, but certainly something. You would have excelled. Like, I, Gary. You could do. I thank you. Uh, there's a mirror also on this level. You would have impressed. And it. it thank you. Award. Yeah. Granted. If uh, you are the lost, you can go through the mirror. And you go into a reverse level of a reverse version of the level that the commitment is very impressive. Extremely impressive. The soundtrack is reversed. Uh, yep. The layout is flipped. Uh, it's super cool. All the items, like so all the pickups are backwards. Mm-hmm. You know, so keys are facing backwards. Uh, and you have to make your way back to the item room as the lost, which is kind of challenging. Or can be. Yeah. Uh, uh, to get this key piece. And there's a fun little bonus. Gary, tell me if more. If you go and fight the... If you go and fight the boss, you get an extra boss item, but you have to fight the boss as the lost. Yeah. No, it's, it's, and without the, I don't, do you have the mantle? Does it give you the mantle when you do this? You do have the mantle. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, it's it great. also, one thing I really like is that you can fight the boss in the regular realm and it's the same boss. So you can gauge, like, is this going to be a boss that I can melt, you know, or is this going to be that fucker who, that stone guy who jumps out of the ground and telefrags you, yeah. who I don't want to fight as the lost? Uh, yeah. You know? and, and then in terms of, what this does, all it basically does is give you the chance to get the second piece of this down in the mines. Yep. Uh, it's bad art. It does not look like a knife handle to me. Um, uh, I don't know how you'd make a knife. I mean, you give it a hilt, I guess. Uh, it's got a hilt. I don't know what this looks like. Gary, zoom in. There's a hilt. It, there's a little bit of protrusion. Look at that little black there. line there at the bottom. Like that little yep. like six pixels long black line. That's a hilt. Yep. This looks like a, a droopy ding-dong to me. It also does look like a ding-dong that's been severed and is now drooping because it's sad. Yeah. It's uh, it's lost. It's horny. It it, it really makes you reflect on how we treated uh, the, the Lorena Bobbitt story as like a silly thing when it was really a story yeah. of an abused woman uh, taking revenge on her abuser. Allegedly, yeah. I think. Don't sue us. God, it what is, if we got sued we, by John we- Bobbitt? Be incredible it would be great for the podcast so good for like the can you imagine podcast. the press like <sighs> duck feed would go through the fucking roof man <laughs> i think i don't think it would i don't yeah. think, I think <laughs> it, I, vulture I, might write about it is good publicity yeah and then uh we get to hire the law dog as our lawyer he's yeah. an environmental duck lawyer knows lots of lawyers like we oh. have several friends that are lawyers of uh, my friend adam a lawyer okay uh we got lawyers we got lawyers that go deep and that's that's um, this podcast, the show where Gary fucking brags about uh, how many esquires he knows. I threaten you with litigiousness. Yeah, there's the subtext uh, here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if you like the show, go to Patreon. Huh? I, I just said what shape up. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Patreon.com slash Doug TV. Uh, and then leave us a rating review on Apple Podcast Podcast Attic. Like. All right, this was going to take a second because we're into the, the 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 Apple podcast one, so I have to scroll down for a while until I find one I haven't read. Uh, so, Gary, how are you feeling today? Uh, doing all right. Yeah. Uh, my digestion's not been doing real great. I got to get stuff moving there. So after we get done recording, I'm going to go for a little walk and maybe drink some decaf coffee and see if I can't take care of that business okay i I think i found a new one i think the last one i read was the one from lip balm wigwam so uh, that sounds correct yeah here's one from will hughes spelled h-u-e-s and gary butterfield b-u-d-d-e-r-f-i-e-l-d title i don't know what this is 
A podcast I enjoy mentioned this thing called Guppy Energy, so I figured I would give this podcast a shot. I've been listening for a few months now, and I don't know what Binding of Isaac is, what happened to Boss Sunday, who the hosts think they, they are dragging Cole, a man who, if he was any more earnest, he would legally have to change his name to Jim Varney, into this, and I still don't know what Guppy Energy is. Abject Suffering Mr. Mays was podcast gold. The uh, you know how you and I on this show are really bad about marketing and like explaining things and you know doing a show in a professional way. Yeah, uh, anything to do a- any anything to do with the show. Yeah, bad at. We're really bad at uh, whenever I allude to this show on other shows. Uh huh. Which is what this review is. I'm horrible at it. Yeah. Like, you definitely I just talk tr- about guppy energy like it's a thing, and now Cole does as well. And this show gets a fraction of the listenership that our popular shows get. <laughs> Like, nobody's listening to that knows what that means. Yeah, I mean... Nobody. Yeah. I mean, Gary, 3,000 people listen to this show. Which is awesome. Yeah. And dumb. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, like, awesome. But no, Gary, you do, you do yeah. talk about it as though the people hearing it also live inside your head. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not great. <laughs> as opposed like to perhaps time. giving a, a full, you know... You started this season of Bonfireside Chat, and I was really waiting for like you know a two minute plug for Guppy right there in the in the first episode, mm-hmm. like in the one in the free episode, you know. D- doesn't Cole say something like, "Well, if you like this," and he he's got a good sideways insult to Guppy. Uh, he likes to refer to me as your little friend. So yeah, he's like he's got, if you like the show that Gary does a little friend, or, or ju- no, just I think he just literally calls me Gary's friend that Gary does yeah. with Gary's friend. Yeah, it's very cute. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Cla- I, I, classic I will, work from I'll, the Chuckle Stooge. I will, I will put a, a long explanation of what this is after the ending music of the next roundtable episode. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Maybe work it into the next interview you do. Yeah. Just like, so we all know what you think about Red Main Castle. What do you think about everything to Guppy? What do you think about Guppy uh, energy? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, oh, I didn't find that I am description. Oh, Oh, yeah. I I wouldn't do that to our next guest. Uh, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Hello and welcome. To everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covers every item, trinket, character, boss, and everything in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me is a piece of ass, Will Hughes. Hey, Gary. Thank you for finally, you know, I feel like I get acknowledged on this show for my comedy and occasionally for yep. my mind, but never for my sweet caboose. Yeah, I, I have been I'm neglecting the two- glute. I'm packing two little train cars back there, and they're ready to pull out of the station. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Thomas the Trink Engine. He's what? ready to go. You say Thomas the Trink I, Engine? I, I did say that, which would be a good Metal Gear Solid Five Let's Play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, name. <laughs> the, uh, choo-choo, it's Thomas the Trink Engine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I admire you from, you know, I hate to see you leave, but I love to see you go. Yeah, sure. Now I'm imagining, uh, this is getting into Choo Choo Charles territory, but I am imagining uh, yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine with just two big beefy arms coming off from the side of his face holding tranquilizer guns. Oh, <laughs> yep. He's going to non-lethally pacify the uh, the British countryside. Yeah, Gary, oh. I'm I'm just, 
I'm going to type something into my Google and just see what I get, okay? Yeah. Is it Thomas the Tank and Jesse? Is that what you're going to? What? Thomas the Tank like, and Jesse? It... What are you talking about? On, on Jesse, his, or Thomas the Tank, are you, are you, Thomas the Tank Engine's pussy? Is that some some kind of permutation Gary, of no, that? No, it's Thomas the Train Engine fucking. Oh, okay. Well, okay. A lot you, of you might even just... have a stumbling upon what I was saying. Okay. First three, I haven't gone into the image search yet. So it's Thomas the fucking Tank oh. Engine YouTube, Thomas the Tank Engine theme, fuck YouTube, and then a Pornhub link, Thomas the Tank Engine porn videos. There we go. Images. Jackpot. All aboard. Hey, folks, going to go behind the curtain for a second here and say that as I was messing with my phone uh, to look up more images of sexually active <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine, it did knock my microphone cord out, apparently. Yeah. God uh, punished you. He did. Anyway, I changed the word fucking to sex uh, and got better pictures, including one with a, a, a picture of a Thomas the Tank Engine toy with a smokestack that does look like a ding-dang-donger mm. coming out yeah. of Thomas's back. So he kind of looks like a fuck scorpion. Choo choo. Choo. Uh choo. Yeah, fuck scorpion. Yeah. Uh like kind of because it's arcing over Oh, you know what? It's not. It's coming out of his smokestack in the front. From the angle, it looked like it was coming from his back and anking, angling forward. It does look like a gotcha. donger, though. Nice. Good oh yeah, for there's him. a lot of pictures of this toy. This is a very uh poorly it's thought a very out popular. toy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love a very poorly uh thought out dildo esque toy. And then I do have some pictures that where someone has taken a Thomas the Tank Engine and put a fleshlight where his face would be. Oh. So uh, none, none of the character having um, sex. There's a couple. Let's see. I'm very nervous to move, move my phone. I do see a Reddit post uh, that is Thomas the Sex Engine that is two. The, the trains have anime faces. Let's zoom in on there. And yeah, that the trains are going to do a sexual act on each other. Uh, when I think about uh, vehicles having sex, uh-huh. trains are definitely among the most difficult, I think, logistically. Well, I mean, so they do line They're up. so long. Behind, they line up behind you know? each other well. They do, but that wouldn't make their face like a penis situation. Well, They'd be very easy to human centipede. Sure. Gary, and remember that in the Thomas the Tank Engine universe, only the engines are sentient. I, All the I, other cars never, are just cargo. I did not know that because I have never yeah. watched this children's show. So that that changes my my calculus. I was thinking the entire train was a person with the genitals near the caboose. Yeah, Gary, never you let know? it be said that you are not willing to learn in a in in a tense situation. I learned so much from this show. I learned about Thomas the Tank Engine's flesh face, uh, his flashlight face. I learned about that show. Yeah, you know, and if Gary, of it's course, great. if you really want to enjoy uh, a a scenario of two vehicles fucking, there's always the car commercial from Southland Tales, where uh, a car grows a long metallic dick and puts it into another car's uh, waiting vagina, which is uh, gently moving. Yeah, I remember it well. The uh, oh, big impression on me when I first saw that movie in my twenties. The uh, in your yeah, I guess that lines up. I guess your timeline holds up, Butterfield. It's Knife oh Piece 2. Billy, a billion years old. Yeah. It's a, it's Knife Piece 2. Uh, the other thing you have to get to, uh, this is the blade of the knife. Gary, uh, how old you are you turning? Get, I'm turning 42. Okay, cool. 
That's yeah. what I, th- I, I, yeah. I thought it was 43 maybe, but Gary. Mm, not quite. The answer. It's the answer. It's the number. It's the answer. It's it's the last. If you read my birthday invitation to you, uh-huh. I referenced that it's the last meme number until 69. That's true, Gary. So, I also just yeah. remember one time where you and Cole made fun of people for having uh, like 42 in their like screen name and stuff. And then looking down at my screen name, it has the 42 in it <laughs> and being like, oh, I'm not cool enough to be friends with these cool guys. <laughs> it turns out, though. It turns out our, there's no accounting for taste. It turns out, yeah. It turns out we're just saying it as a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, the way you get this, I think, is interesting, but also a pain. Uh, like yes. the last one. The first part, there's some dumb bullshit you have to do in the beginning. Uh, I don't like finding the three buttons and pressing them. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's painless. It's it, well, it just ensures you have to explore the full floor and the mine is already bigger than the downpour like it just ends up feeling like a drag to me like sometimes i have to go to some weird little corner to grab the button and it's like i want to go yeah i'm Uh, really uh, gary i'm really sorry for your loss oh thank you yeah Uh, loss of precious minutes precious minutes that could be otherwise spent talking about this instead of doing it i know or sucking off thomas the Trank engine. I don't. Um, there's not a lot of like. It's interesting to me that people yep. are mostly recontextualizing Thomas in a female form. I think that is interesting. I think it speaks I, I a lot to like, our attitude towards toys and towards uh, like our childhood media. We don't, at least, you know. Obviously, you know, it's a it's a huge, wide, beautiful, diverse spectrum. But at least in the online fan art, people want to fuck Thomas, not be fucked by Thomas. Yeah, I think that's interesting, especially for a train, which is traditionally like pretty phallic. And yeah. also kind of like by definition, a top. hundred <laughs> percent. I would wear a shirt that like, could that be the first guppy shirt? Absolutely. Yes. Like a train by definition, kind of by definition is a top. Yeah. Especially since I, you diluted uh, the warlock flew into a rage. I, I'll never hear the end of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the um, uh, so let's talk about what you have to do to Gary, get out this. Piece. Genuinely listening to that, I was I it, I was very cracked up by how self conscious you were about. Repeating. I felt real bad about it, but it ended up being other stuff that I remembered. I knew that's yeah. what would happen. I just didn't trust myself. Yeah. The uh, and because me and Cole do a thing that where we look on the internet while we podcast. It's true. Uh, so I got to find that guy's missing son and family court drama. Yeah. Gary, why uh, does abject suffering get to be like two hours long? while well, we have to do 10 minute episodes of this. I, because if you open your browser, the show ends, <laughs> you looked at your phone too hard and we had to stop recording. <laughs> that might've been the FBI doing something. <laughs> uh, maybe there's a real, there's a real reasonable answer for that, man. There's, there was a driver uh, issue with, what I was doing, and then also the spyware the FBI was installing because I Googled <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine sex. <laughs> we got a bite. We got another hit. <laughs> yeah. To catch a predator, but I've just been catfished by to, a- To catch a podcaster. To catch a yeah. podcaster, I've been catfished by a sexual Thomas the Tank Engine photo. <laughs> Please have a seat. I, On the train? There's yeah. no train, Will. There's no train. In the dining car? Um, what do you think the dining car is on Thomas's body? The stomach, Again, right? it's just cargo. I know, that sucks. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I didn't mean to cartoon. ruin your childhood. But. <laughs> uh, 
So to get that ice piece of this, you enter into a little bespoke set of levels that is mine. What are you talking about? This is a Thomas the Tank Engine podcast. <laughs> Maybe that's what we pivot to. Yeah. I, I don't hate it. It's not like Fortnite where I have an animus. Yeah. That is, you know, irregardless of its quality, like I'm not here to debate that, but I just have an animus towards that. I don't have that towards Thomas the Tank Engine. It might be the thing I most feel neutral about in the world. Wow. Yeah. You know, I could, I could learn you about are, Thomas. I'm, I'm a, you are, you are Ringo or a Carlin guy? Oh, uh, I'm a Carlin guy. In, okay. Yeah. Uh, Shining Time Station. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I did watch Shining Time Station. I never watched Thomas Tank Engine. Gary, I don't um, want to touch my phone because of the the FBI drivers. Uh, but do you think there is any fan art that combines Ringo and Ringu? Oh, I I hope so. I've made a tweet to that effect. Uh, at some <laughs> why? Point. What? I, why? A, jo- a joke. Like I I came up with horror movie things for all the Beatles. <laughs> it was like Juan Harrison and. Ringu star and I can't remember the other ones. <laughs> Paul, just a reference to the sci-fi comedy, Paul. Yeah, just Paul. Here he is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In Gorge yeah. Harrison. Wait, is that a porn? Yeah. Ooh, that would be a porn. There we go. Hallelujah. I mean, that'd be obviously, a porn. George Harrison perfectly set up for cuck porn. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all roads uh, lead back to clapton yeah uh ugh, that guy <laughs> yeah um the defenestration king um one defenestration <laughs> makes not a man a king <laughs> it's way more than the average <laughs> i think i guess how many have you done mm, of sons none <laughs> okay <laughs> uh of of enemies and certain reporters who got too nosy sure um you go through a little maze, zone of a mine, and the gimmick here is you get to the end, you pick up the piece, and it's an Indiana Jones like chase sequence thing. Uh, you go through this gigantic a maze, ghost zone of a mine. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do three more episodes. I of this know it's it. just then stop writing like Springsteen lyrics. <laughs> you know the thing about Springsteen? No. Uh, I like uh, some Springsteen songs, but uh, one of my favorite is musically. Uh, I like the song I'm on fire. Okay. That's the lyrics that are so fucking gross. Like if you just ask me like, Hey, this song begins with, Hey, little girls, your daddy home. Uh-oh. Like, I, Is that good? I'd be like, is, no, is that all right? uh, but it's a, it's a catchy song. It's just a gross fucking lyrics. Yeah. That song. Yeah. Hey, Gary, tell me more about zone home. of a mind. Oh, the zone of a mind is a special place that a boy goes to uh, when he's entering his sexual peak and needs to imagine a train gina. Sure. Uh, so, yes. So you are once you pick up the piece, uh, everything gets spooky and then you are chased by a ghost form of mom. Mother's shadow, it's called. Yeah. And the level you went through uh, is filled with incident. It was empty on the way here and then it is filled with obstacles and stuff. Yeah. So the way Mother's Shadow works is a little bit like Dark. Uh, what is it? Um, J- Dark Izao. Uh, it's um, yeah. It's it's a bane fight. It's a bane fight. Yeah. Uh, it it does charges at you and stuff. It charges for a minute and then runs at you. Uh, and while you're navigating this, you are doing little environmental puzzles. Yeah. Um, like oh, and when you come in that's... here, it strips out every single item that you've picked up. Yes. Uh, it, it nullifies them. So the only character who has flight here are the Lost and Azazel. Yes. Uh, or 
there is a chance uh, to get a card in this. Sometimes there will be a uh, a chest. Yeah, that's on the on the floor, and if you get that, it gives you the flight card, the hanged man. Yeah, which is, which is lets you bypass a room, which is cool, cool little bonus. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so you just have to like navigate back. Uh, you're stuck with you. You have whatever health you had when you came in, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. And the, some of the puzzles are kind of clever. Like it'll be, you know, they'll have a little thing that spits out unlimited bombs, and you have to figure out the right place to throw it. To create a bridge. Yeah. Or if you find, you, know? you have to like find a way to get a key to hit a switch to open a path, stuff like that. Yeah. It's nothing very complicated. Will... No, but you're under pressure. Yeah. And it's a lot of you things know. where you can save time by taking damage if you're willing. Yes. Uh, and when you get out, you get all your stuff back. Yeah. Like instantly. So, and any health that you left on the floor is still there. So taking damage is not that big of a deal here, especially if you did it uh, after you fought the boss fight or had to deal with the devil chance. Um, like I generally like this. It's just a pain in the ass to do after having done it so many times. Yeah. And then the, uh, the reward for this is one, you get a, not especially good familiar that basically throws mom's knife out in front of you periodically while you're firing. Yep. Up until you use it to pierce the flesh wall and get into the alternate ending floors to fight mother. Yeah. Down a mausoleum too. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a cool design space. It's neat. Uh, this whole sequence, it's weird because the reverse sequence, like the home sequence of going back up and fighting the beast, I find a lot breezier than just playing the game normally. Oh, for sure. Uh, cause you know, the second half goes by so quickly. I like the beast fight and the dogma fight a lot. Like if I'm just playing for fun, I will do that more often than I will go down and fight mother, even though I like the mother fight a lot as a fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Gary, if people enjoy this show, what should they do? I go to patreon.com slash TV. And give us uh, some dollars and then also leave us a rating review on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict. Like this review left on Podcast Addict by scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Scrolling, uh, scrolling, scrolling. Yep. Uh, Carnaxi. Good show. Finally got caught up on Guppy this week. Really enjoyed the week where Will forgot to turn his mic on. But for the life of me, I couldn't <laughs> tell the next week was back to normal. Five stars. And that was a uh, five star. Brutal. Thank yeah. You. Cruel. Painful. Uh, I'm very cool, sen- brutal. I don't know if people have heard. I have back pain this week, and it's you know I think people should be nice. Should have been nicer to me back in uh, May when they wrote this review. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always be nice next May. Yeah, you be, know? Uh, have celebrate a be nice May. May the fourth yeah. be nice to you. Yes, where it's always before May, if you consider a certain you know a future May. Gary, I can't Until deal with your May. fucking gremlins bullshit right now. The uh, good night. Technically, every time is at before midnight, so <laughs> I'm a gremlin's bullshit boy. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a guy who confuses this item with another one, Gary Butterfield. I famously did. You famously did, and you're never going to live it down. Here are the sins of Gary Butterfield as enumerated by his personal scribe, William Hughes. Give me the reverse awards. Yeah, the reverse awards. Uh, Confused death certificate with Genesis. Uh, Uh... Keeps 
like re recycles content from this show, which has a passionate and wonderful fan base into this fucking other show where they like, is it about bad games? It's very hard to tell. Like heart mm. of the dragon is a perfectly fun game. Like fuck man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, number search. three, making fun of my voice while I'm enumerating your sins. Fair. Got him. Gary, please do four Hail Marys. Uh, okay. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know what a Hail Mary it's, it's is. It's never been very clear to me, but they make you do it if you make a Catholic map. So. <laughs> I'm kind of happy you don't know what it is either because I was expecting you to laugh at me and make fun of me for not knowing what it was. But it, yeah, I got no clue. I mean, it's is reciting it a prayer. Hey, Hail Mary? No, it's oh, reciting okay. like a longish prayer, I believe. Oh. Is the... Huh. Yeah, I don't know the prayer. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know either, Gary. I um, I'd Google it for you, but you know the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> we literally destroyed the podcast. Yeah, and I could Google it, but I don't actually want to know about it. Yeah, that's also you extremely know? fair, Gary. We're being very fair. We're we're I the impartial podcasters. Podcast. We're the impartial yeah, podcasters. This, this is extremely fair. Uh, who can say? It's not just, but it's fair. Yeah, yeah, it's not balanced. Yeah, and and we will provide with this episode different little uh, online pictures you can use to show the difference between those. They involve people standing on Apple boxes. Yes, <laughs> the um, and we'll also provide a counterpoint to <laughs> most things we say. Gary, do you know what I'm referencing when I say th- that about like the 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 fence mm. and the apple crate? There's there's an uh, image no. that like shows the difference between like equity and fairness. Okay. Uh, oh, but, like it's used in like um, race stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, but but oh. I made myself laugh a lot by imagining that that was not about seeing over the fence, but about getting your dick up to the glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> they can both do it. Yeah, but one of them had to invest in a dick ladder. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dick Ladder. Nice to meet you. Hey, Dick Ladder. Oh, my uh, bus is here. Oh, later. Uh, Gary, uh, Good with the business. <laughs> can't hear you. Bus has already left. <laughs> okay. I don't know can't how it works. Like... I can't make it stop. You can't make a bus stop just by saying yes. Like, please stop. I guess so. Yeah. I, I was just doing a, it was just a wizard of Oz thing. I don't know how it works. Ah, uh, yes. It, yeah. But you're right, yeah. Gary. It is pretty easy to make the bus stop. Yeah. Eventually. Interesting. Um, <laughs> Well, you you can just say stop, but he's not going to stop until you do a bus stop. I mean, if you go stop, please stop, stop for the love of God, stop, please stop. Uh, He'll stop. You could beg him unless it's a Johnny Cab. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gary, as always, I failed to take into account whether or not it's a f- Johnny Cab from Total Recall, a movie <laughs> that appears to be playing rent free in your head permanently. <laughs> is that how funny is it in two that movie? Weeks. When two weeks, that's great. I, I rewatched that. It. It's a great movie. I love the part where he meets Melina. And she just grabs his dick and goes, mm, what are you been feeding this thing? He goes, blondes. Like, it's just, he's never made an attempt to act in his life. I love him so much. <sighs> Looks like it's still hungry. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember so this. Good. Are you sure this wasn't a fan clip that got it added, added into it? No. I just I just watched the movie. It stands up. It's really funny. You blabbed about Mars, Quaid. It's, it's real fun. It's a really fun movie. The Johnny Cab blows up for no reason. He doesn't pay his fare and the, the, the contingency plan 
for the Johnny Cab cab company is that if somebody doesn't pay their fare, they blow up their own cab. Yeah, they, it, it like suicide bombs itself, right? Yeah. The idea being you're, <laughs> it's, you would still be in it. Yeah, and they would collect from your estate? Sure. I don't know. I think, uh, it, I think yeah. it's more about a deterrent. Yeah, I, well, I guess that's true. Like, they might lose a few cabs, but, like, you know, who wants to risk their life on, on that? Gary, that got, uh, speaking of dying, death certificate. Death certificate. Uh, the ultimate Binding of Isaac item. Yeah, it's, Cause it's so it it's is less card. good than the version you made up. It, it is way less good. <laughs> Fair. Reverse <laughs> award accepted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally true. But it is it is a wild card. It it's, is the it, true wild card. Yeah. Uh, and and like Mega Mush, this is Mega Mush, but harder. You have to get the uh, completion marks with every character. All the hard mode yep. completion marks with every single character, tainted or not. And if you do that, you go to a zone, and you can pick any item you've unlocked. A zone of mind, yes. Yes, you go to, you go to a zone of mind, and you can uh, pick up any item you've unlocked. Uh, and this includes incredibly powerful items. Yeah, let's you know, let's like, let's be very let's. Let's list them. (laughs) But let's describe explicitly. This takes you to a version of home, Isaac's house, in which every single item you have unlocked is on the floor on a pedestal for you to take. Yep. And you can't take them all. You get to choose one. You get one. It's a buffet, but you get to choose one. Yeah, Yeah, that's how I run my buffet. Oh, one item only, eh? Make your shot count. Uh, yeah, we have uh, 400 different items from all different styles of cuisine, and you're allowed to take one. Uh, I am $800,000 in debt, and the mafia has taken <laughs> three of my knees so far, because one grew back. Yep, and put them on display at the mafia buffet. Yeah. Um, the, hey, mm, hey. Podcaster knee. <laughs> I got podcaster knee. I got a Yakuza nice guy's soul. little finger he cut off. Podcasters would be like veal in the cannibalism world because we don't move very much. Yeah, uh, think yeah, that? yeah. Uh, yeah. I, we've talked about that before. Um, we've I, there's a recurring seems... perverse theme of what it'd be like if we ate each other. So no, I know, but we I don't know that we ever made the veal connection. I guess I believe we have explicitly made both the veal and the foie gras connection before. Probably, yeah. Uh, the uh, so this this is obviously very good. Uh, a very funny idea to me if I ever unlock this is to like mm, range up. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, <laughs> breakfast. Really good. Yeah. You know, ooh, hell yeah. You know, uh, three soul hearts. Um, but so you, obviously you, you, you there get, are, get, there are many yeah. tremendously powerful items in this game that are run defining, run changing, basically easy. I mean, you can just go get fucking mega mush, right? Yeah. I uh, get mega mush or, uh, my favorite thing to get if I'm just fucking around the R key. Yeah. Uh, I love the Archie. I love items that play in that space. The clone, which is the item in Gungeon that does that, is my favorite item in Gungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, just to have the most powerful victory lap that's ever been. Yeah. And canon um, victory lap. Yeah. 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 It's it's not. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, just absolutely stomp the game. Um, really cool. Uh, what a great idea yeah. for an ultimate reward. Yeah. Really, like, you know, if if. Isaac is a game that thrives because, you know, that's the whole philosophy. It's one of the whole philosophies behind the show. It's the smart philosophy behind the show is that uh, Isaac is special because of the diversity of tools that it gives you. Just mm-hmm. popping open the toolbox and saying, yeah, take one. Yeah. What what sounds most fun, right? Because you, if you get this, 
you're probably going to win. Like theoretically, there's a, a scenario where like, oh, you're on the back foot mm-hmm. and this saves a run. I like to think of this as like, what would be the most cool thing to have right now? Yeah. You know, and just having any option. I love that this works with weird edge cases. So if you have the moving box, which is an item that's not very good, mm-hmm. allows you to pack up items and move, it will grab 10 items. Wow. Like it, it won't give you everything, but you do get to grab 10 items. Uh, it's not 10, any, any of them you want, like you use 10 of them in the room. Oh, I see. Uh, once you, yeah. So you get, you know, the item, but they are grouped, uh, in themes, mm-hmm. you know? So like I haven't gotten this, but I've watched people get it. And like, you do go to the angel room zone, you know, and there's a bunch of, a couple things mixed in there, but it's mostly angel room items and just get like, yeah, I want all of it. Yeah. Take the whole damn lot. It's really cool. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful celebration of what is good about Isaac. You know what I was thinking about with this? Gary, so tell this me, is, you have to play me the all al- your thoughts on this. You have to do the ultimate thing. What about a version of this that's easier to unlock that does it with trinkets? Yeah, I like it. No? No, no I, I, was, I just, no, I mean. I was taking it very seriously, Gary. Uh, I mean. I appreciate that. God, so many trinkets fucking suck, though. Uh, well, the, well, that's that's true. But by the my point being is like so many trinkets we talk about, we're like, this would be really good in the exact perfect situation, but you're never going to get it. Maybe it's a version of home that looks like the ruined bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, exactly. That's a great idea. And then you can uh, get just whatever trinket you most need. And that allows you to play with these weird edge case trinkets that are only good in certain situ- situations. Yeah. And that's and the other thing is unique. normally you can't like author a run, right? Yeah. They give you very limited power and the limited power they give you is incredibly powerful. So re-rolls or tainted Isaac, things that allow you to craft your run are incredibly powerful in this game. So just allowing you to literally just do that is, uh, is just real special. Yeah, Gary. And that, uh, fulfills our obligation to have one episode of this show in every two week period where we actually talk about the game. Yeah. For almost the whole time, nearly the whole time, Gary, if people like this show, what what should they do? Uh, I would, if I were them, I would brew a cup of tea, take a nice long bath, and then go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and give us $100. That isn't a tier that gives you anything special. It's just an amount of money that I would like to have. Yeah, you can just tip uh, us, right? They can just tip us. Yeah. They can just yeah, tip there's us. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with You can actually do a little thing where you say you don't want the rewards. Yeah. I have, uh, I have, I have so many birthday parties, and I'm going to have to bring gifts for all of them coming up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, these clowns ain't gonna pay for themselves. Gary, I don't know if you're gonna these get clowns a gift ain't gonna self suck. I, I I don't have an idea for. I have a gift, an idea. Gary, I'll tell you, I have an idea for a gift for your 44th birthday, which is optimistic, uh, uh on numerous <laughs> from numerous angles. Yeah, but for yeah, 42, yeah. fuck 42. I bet you I lived to 44, but you might not want to call it life. Yeah, well, I also, uh, you know, our it always feels like our relationship is four seconds away from falling apart over uh, no. Syria. No, we love each other. Over Horaloo? That's not going to yeah. kill us. No. We're stronger than that. We're, st- we're stronger than Horaloo. Stronger than Horaloo, the man could pile drive you into the middle of the earth. I disagree. Let's fight. <laughs> uh, read us a rating or review. Sure. Uh, Choose. Uh, yeah, from uh, Zamo Dellarina. Sorry, if I Zoro Delarina, I'm it's a tiny font, and if I bring the, the phone too close to my face, I'm worried it's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> the podcast phone. will crash. So. Uh, why does a review need a title? There once was a show about a gup, but the hosts kept on mucking, keep on mucking it up. 
They talk about wings, or more inane things. It's humor on which you can sup. Yay, Limerick! Thank you very much. Yay. Very, very good. good. One of the best forms. It's My favorite poems. You know what? It, it offers a mixture of constraint and wit that I find charming. Hashtag and this is a very pleasing rhythm. Oh, <laughs> This is a very pleasing form. Yeah. Limericks, we're pro uh, them. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to come to that particular stupid conclusion today, but damn and, if we didn't get there. And this is the kind of serious stuff that keeps us together when other serious stuff pulls us apart. Exactly. Gary, good night. Good night. Good night. <clears throat> Great night. Fortnite. <gasps> Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that talks about every boss, 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 and boss in the Binding of Isaac <laughs> series Uh-oh. of video games. Uh-oh. <laughs> We've been going for a while. My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is a guy from the opening scrawl of Blade Runner 3, Will Hughes. Uh, boy. Where, Where was I going with that? Yeah. I, I was just thinking about uh, Ultra Famine sounds like something that would happen in, like, The Running Man too. Okay, sure. You'll, you know, that's that's, all, that's yeah. the only thing I came up with. No, it's okay, man. Uh, I, you, impressive given that at one point during that intro, you were basically the kid in the wheelchair from the Paul Rudd Mac and Me clip. So. <laughs> I, I, I did. I did skid out verbally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... I did. I did hit a banana peel in Mario Kart with my voice. <laughs> Just jammed the e brake. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's Boss Sunday. Boss. 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 And day. Gary. I have a question. What's up? Do you think there will ever be a time in our lives when Dom Toretto is a character in uh, Mario Kart? When who is? Dom Toretto, Vin Diesel's character from the Fast and the Furious franchise. Not in Mario Kart. Nintendo doesn't play as fast and loose with its properties. Like, it's incredibly likely we will eventually be able to play a racing game with that character and like Yakko Warner and Darkwing Duck or some shit, I, but so, here, I don't here, think Nintendo. Here's my thing: the newest Mario Kart does have real world cars in it, though. They did do a yes. license thing where they put real world cars in Mario Kart. I think maybe that, it's I, like I, a Me Fighter kind of thing. Okay, you know, like a, a, a specific Me you can download that looks like him. Well, I don't. I can't imagine the them making he a is model. Technically, a Koopaling. He's a Koopa. I didn't know that about. I've yeah, never seen yeah. One of the oh, Fast and Furious movies. It's in six, so it's it's oh, right gotcha. when they're dealing with uh, hot like uh, Shaw. What? Yeah, it is about family. Exactly it makes sense for there to be a bunch of kids and brothers and sisters and stuff. Yeah, um, he kind of he he and Letty have like an emotional scene where he admits that his real name is Morton Koopa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, huh. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I think that's pretty likely. We'll get him there. He might be in his Morton Koopa guys. Yeah. You know, and to be clear, to Junior, roots. not the old man. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not uh, Morton Koopa Jr., the uh, the talk show host, the angry right wing talk show host that's based on. Uh, weirdly enough. Yeah, because Bowser's name isn't Morton Koopa, even though you could easily infer that it was. Of course, the Koopalings aren't actually his children. They're just adopted. I think that uh, Bowser is not the stepdad. He's the dad who stepped up. I and think the implication that, there is that it's a he's a half-father, like a half-son or something like that. Sure, and I think Bowser is the guy from Shaunana who can put his whole fist in his mouth. Oh, I I agree with that as well. <laughs> the, Co- uh, co-sign. Yeah, co-signed. He could be both. You know? Yeah. He, I, I bet you the guy, if, if you don't think the guys from Shauna and I are stepdads, you're out of your fucking mind. That is a very stepdad band. All those people are step something. Step uncles. Like, they are step. Gary, have you uh, ever noticed how weird it is that the guy who runs Nintendo has the last name Bowser? I find that very strange. Isn't that I think funny? it's why he got the job. I think if you go into Nintendo and you're, you can say your legal name is like Will Legend of Zelda, they have to hire you. Like, Gary, let's let's be extremely serious. Do you okay. think that it contributed like 2% to him eventually getting the job? Yes. I think so, too. I think just subconsciously, like people like it. I think subconsciously. And I think people, somebody was in the marketing department, like Nintendo has an interest in its you know, executive people being likable and stuff like that is a thing. Their personalities, they go out and they do directs and stuff like that. Yeah. Gary, they knew people would like it. There's marketing value. It was like getting a little bonus, like a dowry. Gary, I know what we should do with the time machine instead of the bullshit that we said before. Okay. Let's go back in time and change (laughs) Kill Reggie Fia me and kill Reggie Fia me because I hate the Bigfoot (laughs) pizza and I never want it to exist. Yeah. Uh, No, let's go back in time and like, you know, we could do it. You know, Hitler's a very popular time travel destination, so it might be hard to find parking. Sure. It's going to be but busy there. Yeah. I want to go back in time and change people's names, just their names. Okay. And see how differently they grow up. It's a great like, idea. What, what if you were Steve Butterfield? I've told you before that my original draft name was Levi Paul Butterfield. Okay. Uh, I, I haven't had so good experiences a- with Levi's, so. <laughs> the, the I might have a very, but Levi Pauls. Look, oh, all good. one yeah. name. I'm joking about about our uh, mutual acquaintance, yeah. Levi, who's great. Levi's my friend. He's my friend. He's your friend. Yeah. He's your acquaintance. My yeah. friend. My uh, rival. Certainly, my rival. Yeah, your rival. You're 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 Gary from Pokemon. My sure. Gary from me. Yeah. Um. The uh. Yeah, I I think it'd be because there's a lot of studies about people who have different like who are different amounts of attractive yeah how it impacts their life but not their name like ed, if ed somebody's very beautiful their name where's is like, ed butterfield right now johnny he's not Bettfart, here. no certainly not like there's probably is an ed butterfield out there you know but but i'm saying yeah. but i want the time machine so that i can literally like yeah the only variable changes is that your name is ed what if i didn't have a comedy name you know i mean butterfield's a pretty comedy name anyway what i have a comedy first name as well what if i didn't double up yeah you know, one of the one of the more surreal experiences I've had is I met uh, I had a friend from high school and I met one of their friends who listened, you know, who didn't know who I was mm-hmm. uh, there and who didn't believe that my name was my name, like thought I was doing a bit when I said my full name. Yeah. You know, like I was saying my name was like Barry Buttercrumb or something like that, which would be a funny thing to that. do when introduced to someone. <laughs> it's a very funny thing to do, but also like, how do you explain to somebody like, no, I'm not doing a bit. Like that's, that's yeah. just my name. Good to meet you. Dweeb Donger hands. 
yeah, <laughs> hello. You know, and then it's like, is that really your name? You're, you're going to prove it to me. Show me some ID. Like, it's extremely weird. I just met you. Well, I mean, do you not demand that of everybody you meet? I don't. I'm I very always trusting. Get, I always get ID. You got to get ID because people. And you got to scan the front and back half. Well, Gary, I that don't be fucking ridiculous. You just look for the hologram. Oh, okay. Yeah. That hologram's fucking school. hard to fake, man. It'll be fine. Yeah, it is hard to fake. Why? I meant for your records. For your rectum. <laughs> it's like it's, it's, it's been, a kind of been, been it's a kind of highbrow. One up, I want to hear. Been recording for, <laughs> yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Getting hot in here. I like to, like to take the uh, the uh, ID and stick it in my rectum. Stick it in my prison pocket. That's yeah, I do. That's where. That's how I check. Uh, holo- that's how I check all holograms. It's how I like to run a credit card. Just write it. Run it down the slot. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, chips have been ruining the uh, credit card asshole economy. No, I've got. I have a chip reader installed in there. I have a square in there too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I have to Venmo. Oh, um, Venmo by butthole. I have to cash out my, I have to cash ass my dick. Yeah. Uh, uh, of course we're talking about ultra famine. Of course. Uh, today. Yeah. Uh, yes, we're doing these all as individual bosses. We don't want the show to end. We, we, we don't uh, want the show to end. <laughs> or more accurately, we don't know what to do after, you know, uh, exactly. Yeah. I, I figure the... I still need about two more months of wear down time to get Gary on board with the Fortnite <laughs> thing. So. It's, it might take more than two months, man. Yeah. I'm I'm very powerful for the next two months. We're going into October. Fuck. Um, my girlfriend's moving in. Uh, I, I This is a powerful two months. You're going to have to wait until like next June. Okay. Like I mean, there's once summer some, starts up and it starts getting hot. Like, there'll be that's, some fucking that's medical like, thing coming down the line that'll knock you off your perch. Yeah. This is you new Munchausen by, by proxy me. <laughs> Gary, I don't have to. Life, you are, <laughs> life is Munchausen by proxying you, as it is us all. I, I'm i not so unhealthy. I do okay. <laughs> okay. Kinda. Kinda. Mostly sometimes. Uh, mostly sometimes kinda healthy. I think uh, that's a deep philosophical statement that life is all, life has Munchausen's by proxy for all of us. <laughs> um, it just wants all the attention. Exactly. Man, that's a, that, like, it, it wants you to value it. Uh-huh. It's like Saw, except instead of it being Jigsaw who does it, who wants you to appreciate your life, it's the personification of life itself. Gary, so that's it gets you sick great. to appreciate it. What if it we more. did a YouTube video that was Better Call Saw? <laughs> Better Call Saw. <laughs> I don't have a follow up to that. It was just funny to me to interrupt what you were saying with the dumbest thing I could think of. Yeah, I I, I like it. I will call Saul. So yeah, so uh, ultra ultra famine. This is so when you get to when, the beast fight. Yep, you've beaten Dogma. Now you must face four ultra versions of the sins, all of whom are pretty nasty. Yeah, so way nastier than the beast. Uh, these are kind of like bodyguards, and this is a real damage check. Like if you're fucking rolling deep and doing real well, this will be all right. Yeah. If your DPS is not very good, you will see a lot of phases and moves that you have not heard, you know, seen before. For these bosses that are pretty hard to dodge. So uh, one uh, rule for all of these that we're talking about is that they are all fought in the format of the beast fight, which transforms the game. We mentioned this way back in the actual serious uh, repentance episode. In the nothing but trouble. Yeah, the yes, nothing in but the nothing but trouble episode. episode. Uh, yes. You will be fighting these as though you were in a side-scrolling like Gradius fight. Yes. Uh, and this is the simplest of them. Yeah. That you'll fight. Ultra Famine. Uh, not necessarily the easiest, but the simplest one. 
I think, which you know makes sense. Doesn't have tons of HP, two thousand HP. You can you can handle that uh, generally. Um, but is huge. The other thing that all these have in common is they're huge on the screen. Yeah, they take up a lot they have of space. A big hitbox. Yeah, like and they're they're going to move around a lot. So like you know it it, it adapts remarkably well to like a side scrolling shooter. Yeah. So uh, first, so his attacks first, he will uh, he'll charge at you and go off screen and then keep charging five times while leaving behind lines of projectiles. Yep. Uh, he'll shoot a spread shot mm-hmm. at you. Uh, he does this and these uh, slow down. They do cool things with the velocity of bullets. Yeah. In uh in this this fight, uh, there, um, it will spawn a cluster of specific flies, ultra famine flies. Uh, as it moves, they'll charge towards you. Uh, and these are difficult to hit. Yeah. And, that, uh, and that's you know, the big DPS check here is whether you can just kill these yep. before they get to you. Exactly. Um, then, uh, after it loses about a third of its health mm-hmm. or dropping to a third, loses two thirds. Yeah. Like uh, all loses of, a horse. Yeah. Like all of the, yeah. uh, the harbingers, it has a second phase when the horse dies. Yes. And this one is actually not so bad because it does the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. It's like a bullet hell pattern. You know, this uh, counterclockwise bullet pattern with different bursts of projectiles, altering orientations. Like it is a steady pattern that is continuously a mental overhead to dodge while still doing damage. Yeah. To him. The fact that the second phase is just one move is one of the reasons why this is simpler and easier than the later ones. Yes. Who get a little trickier uh, at that point. Uh, one thing that like the size of these things is nice for is reminding us that the just the basic harbingers are such a cool design. Like oh, they're great. Yeah the the idea of uh, the riders of the apocalypse uh, being on hobby horses is actually a very mm-hmm. funny idea and it's very, very in keeping with uh, the game. I love uh, the background where you see the beast deploying them, and yeah. you just see their little animations as they prep to come fight you. Mm-hmm. Like they will watch the fight, and then once you kill Ultra Famine, for example, Ultra Pestilence, which is the next one, like is on deck and does a little animation to go on deck. Yeah, you know it's it's real cute. I mean, uh, you know, an abs- that that entire sequence is an absolute aesthetic triumph. Like the cu- the really ultimate good. culmination of Isaac. So good, so good, so good. Yeah, generous, wonderful game with the really great ending and going back up through home and hearing the the genuinely very upsetting. Excuse me. Upsetting abuse. Gary, I know that was just a burp. It really sounded like you got choked up. <laughs> I got real choked up there. <laughs> the uh, uh, Well, because you're um, a Robert Durst type. You you burp when emotional. Oh, absolutely. The uh, I also did it. I, is this microphone on? Shit. Yeah. Shouldn't have said that. A lot of questions um, about the fuck. validity of that, but. Uh, are there? Yeah. I've only seen the documentary. Oh, yeah. They, they, those guys have come under a lot of criticism for that. So fascinating yeah, yeah I, I should look that up that line is edited to some extent um okay in, as presented in the documentary like yeah look it up there's there's some shit was I, he actually singing the dmb song i did it yeah he and was just uh, de-auto-tuned it yeah and, and what he was specifically singing about was dumping that shit on that uh that boat well in that case i feel like it's okay that he goes to jail okay but it was, you know, was, was a big crime yeah i mean yeah is that a big crime? I just want, I just want Dave Matthews to go to jail. If I throw shit at someone, no. that's assault, right? No, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What if I leave shit somewhere where I expect them to step in it? Uh, if you leave shit, do you take the? Where do you defecate? At, at home. Because I think it is at home. I think it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it's illegal to take a shit outside. I don't think it's illegal. What's well, like litter? I'm sure. 
okay. to like take some shit from inside and leave it outside. Carrie, I, I can, I, I do not agree with, is it illegal to take a shit outside if you don't expose yourself? How do you do it without exposing yourself? Big towel. Hmm. If I bring a big blanket. Yep. And get under the blanket out on the sidewalk and yep. shit. Have I committed yep. a crime, Gary? It's a great question. We, I'm going to, or have I dog. committed art? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't actually know if it's illegal. See, I know Gary, that when I find human shit on the sidewalk, I'm not very happy. Okay. That doesn't mean well, it's illegal. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's illegal. I'm just saying if I do that, so let's, so I'm yep. not doing it at home. Now I am bringing my blanket, my poop blanket out there yep. and I'm yep. out on uh 82nd Avenue here in Portland and yep. I just poop on the sidewalk and then someone steps in it. Have I committed assault on them? I'm thinking about that. I'm not ignoring your question. Thank you. Can we get Andrew on the line? I, I don't think that you have committed assault. Okay. I do think you've probably broken a law of some kind. Probably. At the very least, like a litter law. Can you? And them stepping in it has nothing to do with it. I think just doing it in the first place is the crime. Okay. Can you promise me you'll ask Andrew about this? I'll ask him right now. I'll text him. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. I, I don't it's blame. too bad this is coming uh, up at the end of the the recording yeah, session. Yeah, I, I would... I would call him. He's got today off. Yeah. It's, it's, we're recording this on Memorial day in honor uh, of that labor day. You dumb uh, fuck. Well, it's all the same. It's Andrew, is it a crime to shit outside? If you don't expose, yourself i think asking I, for a friend yeah maybe on the sidewalk because obviously i don't think it's illegal to shit out in the woods right or is yeah it? Or i is it please hurry okay Urgent. um <laughs> the, uh, uh, and let me uh, i said outside let me like parentheses sidewalk there we go thank you okay all right all now right, we'll just vamp for else. four minutes while he, re- he responds <laughs> I he uh, I hasn't texted me yet today, and that group text is pretty. We we do constant check ins on whether T Hawks is still around or not. So <laughs> the group text has not been very active he, today. He hasn't been since March. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, but we always got we got to make sure, you know. I don't I don't want to have any kind of like Orpheus Gates of Hell shit happening. I mean, you got to be tricky. He's best friends with the Page Master or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the storyteller. The storyteller. Hey, I like Dave Grohl. Yeah. I think Dave Grohl's cool. Yeah. No, it's it's all right. No accounting for taste as established a couple episodes ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gary, the, if people enjoy um, this show, what should they do? I go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Andrew, if you're listening to this in the future, you are you have a chance to be a hero right now by texting me back, but you're not doing it. Um, <laughs> Andrew you, doesn't you, listen to this, does he? I don't think so, but I think he'd like it. Um, you can also leave us a rating review on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict. Uh, like this one, vamp, 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 left by vamp, 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 vamp. Let's find it. Vampity vamp. Oh, there's no review. There we go. Okay, vampity vamp. Phil Lamar, great voice actor. We all love his work uh, in everything. Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Uh, like this one sure. from Spethan. Good old Spethan. Okay, cool. Ah, Spethan. Okay, cool. Thanks, bro. I just got back home from work, lol. I'll be there around noon. Time to get it back to you tomorrow. Thanks, bro.
And that's a five-star review. Thank you, Sabethan. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, nothing uh, nothing happening here with response. I no, have... that's going to be okay. You'll uh, When he responds, just read it into a microphone and send me the file and I'll append it to the episode. I, I 100% will. I hope he does it soon. Yeah. Uh, Gary, uh, uh, we made it through a, a two-week recording session and I still feel like I could definitely jerk off right now. So, I think our energy is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think we kept it up. I did that challenge in the beginning telling people and I was expecting it to be real garbage at the end, but no. No, you know, and you know what it was? It was the, it was Hmm. the, the stop down. I think my technical problems make the show better. Yeah. We had a little break. We got a little, uh, a little breather. Gary, should we agree on microphone right now to, uh, engage in a little Seinfeld style, the contest so that, uh, we know when each of us next orgasms. (laughs) Let me think about that for a second. Cause I, I got to get one out of the chamber before Derek comes over. (laughs) uh and visits um i I probably why i I feel like i can call my shot okay (laughs) it's gonna be tomorrow before bed i I don't know what what (laughs) it's like (laughs) like got in one i yeah it's gonna be tomorrow before bed that's so specific that's such a foresight I don't associate with either the act or the man. I know. I have to tell you, you do not know how neurotic I am about foresight. I plan out and optimize a lot of bullshit. <laughs> You're a very structured man. I'm very structured. I'm incredibly routinated. I plan on showering Tuesday night rather than Wednesday. Uh, so I have some time when Derek's going to come to visit. And uh, that's probably the next time I'm going to shower. I took a shower yesterday. I'm probably not going to take one today. I'm real busy. So yeah, tomorrow. I, I like to do it before a shower because I don't like having gummy guts. So, you know, yeah, uh, tomorrow's Tuesday. So the episode will go up tonight. Yep. So, so folks, you can absolutely, you have time to prepare yourselves for the, for the Gary if, Butterfield come quake. If you would like to experience a simultaneous orgasm with your third favorite podcast, you can, if you tell me about it, I will block you faster than <laughs> Anyone has ever been blocked. This is only okay in a safe place on podcast. I do not want to discuss masturbation with you on Twitter. <laughs> Which is wild given the content of these episodes, but it is, it's a, it's a fully formed moral position and I back it. It's very different. It's very, uh, somebody I don't know talking to you about something is very different than talking to a stranger about something. Uh, and, and of course a total there. stranger talking to Cole about it completely fine that's great that's yeah that's great. awesome actually lying that's down or sitting up lying down or yeah. sitting, up. <laughs> sitting up yep and see if you can get cold to tell you <laughs> good night <laughs> good night we're bad people oh this is yeah this is a great couple weeks man <laughs> horrible horrible fuckos i can't believe andrew hasn't texted me back yet Almost certainly illegal, but I'd love to see someone prosecuted for that raise a necessity defense. My client was about to do a total paint job that may have smell resonated for several blocks. Had he done that in his pants, he might have exploded. <laughs>